And before it leaves my lo- my mind here, there are two things. Yesterday, I completely forgot to mention that uh, my nephew, Jacob, had his birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, he did. So, and it was kind of a big one, I think. Actually, no, it's not his. It was 19. No? That's big. Yes. Yeah, okay. I'll try to do the math real quick. He's oh, you know why I know that? He was born right before our wedding, Murphy. That's right. Yes, it was his 19th. So, uh, happy late birthday to Jacob. <laughs> and then uh, one of my great friends, Steve... Uh, celebrating his birthday today. He doesn't listen, so he's not going to hear me say this. That's like, okay. Is it like a formal protest? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he stays up late nights. He yeah. plays in a band. That's right. Wow. And so he's asleep right now, for sure. So if there's anything he's going to catch on this baby, it's going to have to be on the podcast. Gotcha. You see? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, happy birthday, Steve. Um, we posted last week, and rightly so, It's almost, it was almost fall, now it's officially fall, Our pump, the pumpkin bread recipe which we sh- I've made for years. We share it every year. It makes two pumpkin breads. Awesome. And we posted it on the Facebook page and we got a couple of comments and I just wanted, nobody's ever brought this up to me before. What? Um, Donna said that she always puts chocolate chips in it mm. and it ups the game. Ooh. I've never done that. In fact, you can like nuts are optional in this nah. bread. I don't put nuts in it. I, I like, like straight mm. pumpkin bread. It tastes like cake. Everybody's happy. I don't like nuts in my food. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I like Except it in salad. Nuts, as nuts. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm, if, if I know it's there, I'm fine. I don't like it to catch me off guard. Oh. <laughs> I don't like biting into a soft piece of cake and all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, there's a, there's anyway, a walnut. So to answer questions, no, I don't put pecans in it or walnuts in it. I got a couple of those questions. But we also got more than one person saying, hey, have you tried chocolate chips in it? Dude, I'm totally about, the next. You try it, yeah. I want to do that. Yeah. You know, I'm I, all for chocolate chips. I love the traditional one, but the, what's wrong with your recipe evolving, right? Yeah. You're in this recipe every it. year for years. Here. And Nestle has created pumpkin spice morsels this year. Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Oh, have they really? Yeah. Because huh. You don't need that. Every, yeah. Everything. Everything you can get in the world is you now a pumpkin, pumpkin spice. Yeah, version. but think about that. In get a, a sugar, pumpkin steak. <laughs> in a sugar cookie, those would be good. Yeah. Yes, Santa Claus, they would be. (laughs) What about raisins? No. Chocolate chips are nothing else. That's all I'm saying. But I'll make it. And the original pumpkin bread recipe is online for you now on our Facebook page and at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I'm going to let you know what happened when I used my special blue plate this weekend with the kids. Oh, nice, Sam. Didn't go over well. Coming up next, first Hollywood Outsider of the morning, another scary creature. From the 80s is getting a reboot. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You know, everything that's um, was any good in the past gets a reboot in Hollywood. Yeah, because there's no original ideas. I yeah, hope go they on. Never redo The Shining. We're talking about a lot of scary movies lately with Halloween well, coming a, back and all that. There's a sequel to it. But you see, yeah. my, my point on that, Sam, is I hear you, but when by the time there's another generation that's exposed to it, the reboot usually works. However, mm. isn't this like the third Star is Born that's about to come out? <sighs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> Okay. And, yeah, and you we'll remember give you that one. And of course, remember what happened when they rebooted Roseanne? Oops. <laughs> yeah, okay. some things don't work. <laughs> First of all, you're right about A Star is Born. I'm so super excited about that movie. I cannot wait. It's a couple of weeks away. But um, for instance, I don't think they should ever touch Silence of the Lambs ever again. Don't remake that. It's perfect. You know? Yeah, but give it 10 years, somebody's going to. No. By the time it's an epic classic. Okay, you know? anyway, I'm going to bring you around to a horror movie that um, I remember seeing it in the theaters with my friends, and I was scared of a doll. Child's Play. Hi, I'm Chucky. Want to play? <laughs> remember Chucky? Uh, never saw that one. Oh, oh. I don't like 
Oh, scary doll movies. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't you wouldn't be doing well. And Actually, the post, you know, they've already started working on it. The poster is like you can only see half of his face because of a huge knife. And so he's got the blue eyes and the freckles again and the red hair oh, and the cute. same outfit basically just for a new generation. Like Murphy said, Chucky's coming back. Child's play. I think the reason I was scared of that is because when the time period, when that came out, ventriloquism was still big, so you always had people on TV shows with, with their dummies, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> or whatever they call them. You know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking right. about. I just don't remember those two having anything to do with each other. Oh, I do. I mean, to me, it's, it's like it's, it's anime that comes to life. I'm, <laughs> yeah. A living marionette that can walk around on its own <laughs> bothers me. Anyway, it was a scary movie, I thought. They're going to make it even scarier because that's what they do, so yeah. look for it. Filming is already underway. And a big reminder... For all of those tender hearts of the world, especially you, Sam, tonight, season three, episode one of This Is Us. It takes a special kind of show. (laughs) That's right. It's much love. You don't hear them screaming about the season three upstart, you know? You're going to see some of Jack and Rebecca you've never seen before. Uh And lots of good stuff with Randall. Who's going to die? Get ready to cry. This Is Us is back tonight. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, I'll let you know uh, why the kids were not happy when I whipped out the special blue plate to serve them this weekend. Helicopter parents and then lawnmower parents, which apparently you just learned that term yesterday. Uh, more you mow down the problems okay. before the kids even <laughs> can so face them. Got quite a few comments from you on our Facebook page, and uh, we'll even take your calls next hour, 877-310-4MSJ. Big shout out again to my anonymous fan who sent me the cobalt blue um, Fiesta wear plate to re- so that I would have one for the kids to replace one I lost in a divorce. That's really cool, yeah. <laughs> and and if, you don't, if you never caught the story, the cobalt blue plate was always the special plate. If Sammy or Will or... Because it was the only blue one. It was the only blue one. Everything like, else is was it was a yellow coral and a light and a green. The color. fiesta wear, basically. Yeah. Okay. And so you got to pick the blue plate if you had a you know we let you have the blue plate if you had a good grade or you did sure. something great. <laughs> uh, so I tried to use it with uh, the three little ones, Jack, Maddie, and Parker, and and I've explained to them the same thing. This is this how the is blue special. plate works. Okay. Do they not care? Relaunching the tradition. <laughs> I don't know that they care. Anyway, I used oh, it when sorry. I uh, made, uh, I used it twice. I used it when I made quesadillas and when I made pancakes. Nice. And I used it as the serving plate. Right. Oh, okay. So it's like, here's all the quesadillas cut up or the pancakes to serve yourself. And then so I get the question, I thought the blue plate was supposed to be for one of us. When right. We did something good. You did change it up. I was just about to say, you changed it. I, I just want to get it in the rotation and like out in front to like make, remember okay. the blue plate. And somebody did remember the blue plate. I don't nice. remember which kid said, I thought this was only supposed to be used for us when one of us does something special. And I was like, well, nobody's done anything special. <laughs> so <laughs> but, I'm serving pancakes on it. Yeah. Okay. So, and then I get the, well, I did this and I got this grade on my test. And it's like, well, they do care. But then. See, that's good. That lets you know there's right. an interest. So, say, see, they do want the tradition back. They you want think they're going to fight over the blue plate one day? I hope so, because that's what. That's the point. That's what I intend. No, no. No, well, I mean, or you can tell them what happened when Daddy fought over the blue plate. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, there's a blue plate at Jackson's Right in half, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I you. haven't seen the blue plate since. <laughs> so fight away. So anyway, now that it's, uh, you know, hopefully now they'll they yeah, get Yeah, the I think they will. That's I would love that. I'm surprised that you're a little frustrated. That's awesome. Create a little it, tension, what, Sam. I, I would have been upset if I you know, would have served it up and they wouldn't have noticed. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, wait, it's the blue plate. 
You know, come on. <laughs> Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, well, we found this out that Katy Perry is the one that got away. It's about Josh Groban. Yeah, it's so weird. So you, you're really going to be surprised at what Josh had to say about this when he found out. Sam's got music news. So we now know that uh, Katy Perry's The One That Got Away is about Josh Groban. That kills the song for me, and I love this song. I love this song. I didn't it's even like Josh Groban. I didn't. I didn't know that they had a thing. Me I, either. I, wait, he's one of those that I don't. I don't understand, but he has got some hot chicks. Yeah, he's yeah. been. He's dated some really hot chicks, and and it maybe goes back to that old thing. If you can sing, you can woo them. Well, I mean, we know he, he can sing. We know he can sing. He he doesn't just sing. He belts it out. You know? <laughs> it's out there. It's overly dramatic. <laughs> uh, well, he says, "Yeah, we dated. Uh, we were both uh, very private about it. So right. that, I guess that's, that's why smart. nobody knew it early on. Right? And he said it just wasn't working out. So we decided it would be better to part and just remain friends." But as far as the song itself, he said, yeah, he says, I wasn't expecting it. He said, I spit my coffee when I heard that it was about me. Right, because some of the lines. Katie actually said, yeah, it's about Josh It's not about getting tattoos. They don't sit on each other's roofs drinking alcohol and all this. Because it says, you know, just out of high school, you're sitting in the Mustang making out. He goes, I didn't. And he even said this. I don't have a Mustang. I never owned a Mustang. I don't have a tattoo. Are you sure it's about me? Well, maybe it was inspired. And then Katie took, you know, artistic License, license. Huh. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Well, so. no, what? Maybe cool she, song. maybe she did that initially to throw him off, since it, it right. almost matched, but not quite. <laughs> maybe it's all well, the things she wanted to do with him, but he was too right. yeah. Josh Grobany. And then you walk around saying, "Yeah, that's when uh, I used to make out with Josh Groban." <laughs> Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, Carrie Underwood did something really cool with her new album, "Cry Pretty." You can it's uh, number one, so she is the first country woman to have four albums hit the number one on the charts in the Billboard 200 really? charts. Yeah. First time? What? First time? First woman to have four number one albums. That's crazy. That's yeah. what I'm saying. In That's country music. amazing. Yeah. So when you think about people like Shania and Reba and Dolly. Trisha. Yeah, yeah Dolly. Dolly. Uh, Garth Brooks, by the way, is the overall country artist because he has uh, nine number ones. Wowza, Garth. And Cry Pretty is now the biggest selling record by a female this year. Yay, period. Carrie. End of story. Beating out Cardi B. Well, congrats, Car- congrats, Carrie. And starting today in Detroit at the uh, Charles Wright Museum of African American History, this is where uh, Aretha Franklin was uh, out for public viewing. Right, they the had public. Her. Uh, they're starting a new uh, display called Think, a tribute to the Queen of Soul, and they're actually going to have the first record that she ever went public with. And here it is, and it's got a little crackle in it because it's straight from the record. That sounds was, like it was uh, straight from church. At church. Right. She yeah. was 14 years old there. It's called Never Grow Old. Wow. What? Uh-huh. She was 14? Uh-huh. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. Right, coming up next, your email answered in our producer's mailbag and some really personal messages coming in ever since we shared our friend Holly Clegg's cancer diagnosis. We love hearing from you. Jump in anytime online, Facebook or Instagram. Murphy, Sam and Jody, the producer's mailbag. Okay, Chad, we have some messages coming in based on our friend Holly Clegg, cookbook author and media queen, sharing her cancer diagnosis with us last week, right? Yes. Okay, go ahead. And here's one from Patricia. I listened to the conversation you had with Holly Clegg and I was struck by how life can change in an instant. A year ago, I started having issues after I ate It started out as mild cramps after each meal, and then it slowly progressed to severe cramps. Mm. Uh, In December, I had an ultrasound that came back clear. 
the gallbladder was ruled out, but I really wanted to know what was wrong. Mm-hmm. I was told at 47 I was too young for a colonoscopy, and mm-hmm. that my insurance mm-hmm. probably wouldn't pay for it. Mm-hmm. But I insisted, and eventually okayed by the insurance. Nice. So in March of this year, I had an endoscopy and a colonoscopy. On April 6th, I was told I had stage 3 colon cancer and the tumor had to come out. Mm. I had no family history, so the news was somewhat of a shock. Wow. My cancer formed without typical polyps, which meant my cancer was very rare. On May 2nd, the 4.5 centimeter tumor, 15th lymph nodes, and approximately 12 inches of my colon were removed. Since all of this happened, the age for colonoscopy testing has been lowered to 45. Yeah. Huh, yeah. If I hadn't been a determined advocate for my well-being, my prognosis would have been much more serious. Yeah. I finished up my chemo treatments on August 29th, and I will soon be having my port removed. I'm slowly getting used to the 10-inch scar, which I call my personal zipper that runs down my stomach, as well as my port scars. They're a daily reminder of, I'm going to be okay. Life is good. God is great. If you're 45 or older, if you have a family history of colon cancer or not, please schedule a colonoscopy. Mine literally saved my life. From Thank Patricia. You. Thank you, Patricia, for that. You yeah. know, Holly said that when we talked to her last week, that you you, you know your body. Yeah. You know, no matter what somebody tells you that this shouldn't be or this couldn't be that, if you know something is wrong, you have to push forward. Well, you have to push for it. I also think, you know, we expect doctors to be perfect, and they're not. I mean, they're, they're human, and technology is great, but, you know, only you know you. So yeah. that is, you know, sound advice. I guess you shouldn't be bashful or feel badly that if just because you know you've gotten wrong. a diagnosis or something, if it still doesn't feel right, a second opinion is always a good thing to go for. Yeah. So thank you for okay. sharing that thank with us. Thank you. And you can still check out our full a visit with Holly Clegg, we did the After the Show podcast, a super long visit with her where she got really real about her diagnosis. And as far as we know right now, she's still doing great. Thank you, Patricia. Reach out anytime. MurphySamAndJody.com. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Say what superstar is taking a break from social media and why she's doing it. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Will Smith has a big birthday coming up. 5 0. He and uh, Jada have birthdays like within the same week. And the only reason I know this is I follow him on Instagram. Yes. He's been posting about it. They went on a safari for Jada uh, last cool. week. Yeah. But it was in, it was in L.A. Oh, okay. <laughs> they said their son, Jaden, had found a yeah, safari in L.A. Whatever they want to do. Yeah. That's what they did. Okay, so the deal is you heard about this bucket list show that he's doing where he's doing all this crazy stuff where he did some stand-up recently because yeah. he'd never done it and it was on his bucket list to do it. Um, he also apparently is going to be bungee jumping into the Grand Canyon Ooh. from a helicopter well, I guess, very soon as a part of his 50th birthday bucket list stuff. I guess if you're going to bungee jump, that'd be a good place to do it. He's done it before, apparently, for the first time last year in Africa, actually in Africa. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't understand the big the big daredevil thing for the 50th birthday but i've known people who've oh, done I've it i've known people have done it for 50 for 60 um, like what's something that a friend of yours did we knew a guy who swam across the uh, a channel of water yeah because he turned 50 and he always wanted to do well, it i've known people that have was, jumped out of airplanes for that okay so will smith bungee uh, jumping my nephew even did it when he was 21 just because he made 21 Right. Which is like, dude, you're not 60. Okay. okay. So look for it. There may be, it may be, 
I know he'll stream it on his YouTube, but he it may be a part of that bucket list TV show right. that you're going to see later this year or early next year from Will Smith. I've also got some Selena Gomez news that's kind of good. Can't keep my hands to myself. You know, she was sharing on social media just the other night when she was at the J-Lo concert. Oh, yeah. When J-Lo fell... You know, Selena Gomez was there, yeah. loving the show, praising J-Lo for being a pro and all that. But she's also, yesterday, um, decided to let all of her Instagram followers know. And she's got the most of anybody. She right, has more she Instagram followers than anybody else. Um, that She needs a breather. And she's going to take a little break from social media. Mm-hmm. She's grateful for the voice it gives her. But she's also grateful to be able to step back. Something she learned probably in a rehab. Um, just to step back and live her life in the present without so much interaction. Okay, this is going to sound like a repeat, but I also follow her on Instagram. Yes, Sam. <laughs> and lately, she's been just normal. It hasn't been like the celebrities. They show the clothes they're wearing and the fancy party. Everything is ta-da. It's just been, hey, it's me. I'm hanging out here at nice. home. Good. She sounds very grounded right now. And that is such a good thing to do is to take a break from it because it pulls on you constantly. Get back to center. Selena Gomez doing that for now. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 7.55, Ben Affleck com- completes 30 days of rehab. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up this uh, later this half hour, uh, have you ever had one of those moments where you knew that you shouldn't have made a certain decision, you did it anyway, and then you were right? Paid for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly what happened to me just a couple of days ago, and that's coming up. Yeah, with our bulldog, Papa. Ah. Uh, that helps you. We'll do that. Um, when you guys go to the movies and you order, say, popcorn, for instance, have you ever, ever, ever thought of asking for some sort of special treatment with it? Because I never have. What special treatment? Okay. Our daughter Taylor works at a movie theater and she was, she had a shift the other day and she came home and we're having dinner and she was telling us all, she had worked concessions that day and she was telling us all about all the special orders that they take. They have this one guy who gets his popcorn double salted. Um, Some people ask for no salt. Which I get. That's a dietary thing. Some people want triple butter. Like, and they do it. Well, yeah, they should. I guess. I've never thought of asking for something special at the movie theater. I mean, I'm always happy with the way it comes out, so I never have to ask. But I mean, if it came to me and it wasn't salted, I'd say, hey, can you go put some more salt on this? Wow. Well, or you could salt it yourself. There's no, like, station for that. I know I've been to a couple that you can put your own stuff in. Yeah. Well, Bailey, there's... I, I guess there there is a station, and I know about it because it's the one with the butter. <laughs> <laughs> the butter machine. Yeah, I always seem to make a mess of that thing. I, yeah. I turn it on, and I'm done, and then there's still butter dripping. But um, <laughs> you're the one. I make a mess. You walk of that. away and leave you know, it Taylor's on. Taylor's saying that they that they will walk up and have them pop a new bu- a batch of popcorn oh their way. Oh, to me. That's community. That's shared. You mess with your own popcorn after. I just didn't know that that was possible. And it, where she works, it is. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Well, I guess, yeah, it's good customer service. I, would, I could see it being complicated to try to please everybody. And plus, yeah. isn't triple butter the eye of the beholder? You know what, I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what I think is triple, you may think, is, you know, six times. Well, I can give you a quick tip on how to butter your popcorn, just in case oh. triple butter isn't unhealthy enough for you. Uh. Okay. 
If you got one of those butter stations, stick a straw in the middle of your popcorn. Oh, no, put the butter really? all the way through all of the popcorn. It'll go directly to the bottom and it hits everything. Oh, my God. So you, by the time you get to the bottom, everything's soggy. Yeah. Well, either that or you make the popcorn float. <laughs> Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Well, while you may need to start smiling if you're traveling overseas from the airport. Delta is rolling out something next month at their uh, in the Atlanta airport and the international terminal, uh, Terminal F, F as in Frank, like they right. say on the plane train. Right. Yeah. Um, I love the plane welcome train. To the plane train. Yeah. I, know. I always expect to start dancing. You ever notice too? And I noticed this one. They they do the military. You know, A as in whatever, and B as alpha, in alpha, mm-hmm. beta, whatever. But when they get to D, Bravo. They don't do uh, Delta. Delta. No, they should do Delta. Well, no, Delta's an airline. That would be showing preferential treatment. Oh, oh that's you, true. You. Didn't think about that. Well, maybe they should do all of them. A is in America. Oh, you know? yeah. Okay. B is in Braniff. I'm I don't sure know if that exists anymore. I'm sure they a whole day's meeting yeah. right, figuring C out C is that in doesn't, Continental. Doesn't well, work. they're united now. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Anyway, I guess I'm the only one who noticed <laughs> that. Right. Uh, they are rolling out facial recognition in the international terminal. Um, okay, that's awesome. And this is going to be from curb to gate. You can you all you have the the thing is you, so you can you don't need your passport basically if you're going to be flying international. Still okay. They say you should bring it with you just in case there's an emergency. And when you check in online, you have to use your passport. But once you get to the airport, it's all going to be facial recognition if you choose to. do My that. whole big question huh. about facial recognition for the future, and let me just play devil's advocate here. What if there's somebody that looks a lot like you? We all know that there are people like this. Uh, Phoebe has a friend who sent her a picture on her phone the other day. Oh, my gosh. Look uh, at this girl. She like looks her, so much like you. Yeah. We were flipping out going, oh, but, my gosh, Phoebe, okay. that looks like you. Okay. Well, Delta is going to be using this really sophisticated bi- biometric right. stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't. You know, the, don't think Facebook tagging <laughs> that happens automatically. Uh, think yeah. something or that's Phoebe's friend <laughs> who sent her a picture. Maybe something a little more sophisticated in detail. Uh, but yeah. Bailey, but I hear you. I trust it? Oh, yeah, I'm I, a right to question it. Well, because they'll cross-reference it with the way that you walk and the way that you... And the you way know. that you talk. No, 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 no. It's just facial. Just facial. Well, I, I'm saying they already use something called gate recognition. Duh. Yeah. Sam. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. What gate is that? A, B, C, D, or, or Delta F. gate. Right. Anyway, they're rolling this out in the middle of next month so if you're doing international travel you can start doing facial recognition that's cool i'd keep your passport on you just to use yes please coming up next with murphy sam and jody my dog whisperer over here murphy did a little something with the bulldog papa that he's told the kids not to do yes and i do believe he paid for it i think i've lost my title as dog whisperer (laughs) now what's next so our bulldog papa Finally may have crossed the line with Murphy and bit him the other night. See this little scratch here, Sam? Yeah, that's, a, that's a bulldog tooth mark, apparently. Mm. Well, I, you know, as confident as I've become in the way that we, what do you, lead. I don't say manage him, lead, lead. him. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, he's really, over the last couple of months, become a lot more adapted to the mm-hmm. house. Not a problem. And I thought that the whole food aggression thing, well, he never had a food aggression thing. He had a an Mine. object aggression. Anything right? on the floor aggression thing. Yeah, exactly. Anything that he possessed. And so, uh, <laughs> you know, Phoebe accidentally knocked over a little bottle of salad dressing the other day that, that had... Uh, a sun-dried tomato and things that I wouldn't think would be appealing to a bulldog. Yeah. But apparently Papa liked it, and he started licking it up. So I made a mistake of reaching down to clean it, 
And, While uh, he was still enjoying yeah, it. He was still enjoying it. Well, the first wipe wasn't a problem. And so i like, wow, okay, cool. He really is adapted. He's great. When I came back for the second time, he didn't have it. He didn't want to have that at all. And <gasps> he lunged at me, and you know that's kind of where we are. Oh, that's wow. where you got that little, nice little... Scratch, as you like well, to call he, it. Oh, and Murphy threw down some words. He, you said some stuff I don't think Phoebe's ever heard you say. <laughs> like, I don't know that she's ever heard these words. Uh, nobody should ever name their dog that, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you won't be able to call him in public if you do. <laughs> she and, was shocked at first, and then she was laughing at you. I know, she thought <laughs> yeah. it was funny. So, you know, so did he growl, at least warn you, or did he just turn yeah. and snap? No, he, he growled. I mean, yeah. he... You know, the thing is, that it's tough to tell the difference between Papa's play growl, because his is his play growl. Can you make it sound like the car? <laughs> that's, that's a him, play growl? That's him playing that's, with that's the That's play growl, right, exactly. But, that's you know, how I mean, he sounds. So, anyway, you know, I'm not beyond getting some sort of like professional intervention here. To, <laughs> I don't know if a bulldog can be trained out of this or not. I'm hoping it's, he it's can. It's in his nature. And I, I feel like, you know, and when it was over and you left the room and... I was like, Phoebe, are you okay? And she was laughing. And she was like, this is exactly what dad tells us not to do. Not try to take something yeah, from I him. Yeah. When he's possessed that it's his, distract him if you need to get it back from him. So she was laughing at you. But not because of the blood. Oh, not because I, I, of the little not because of the, yeah, I mean, this is not bad i just don't want him doing that to anybody else is he uh this way with other salad dressings or just some dry <laughs> tomato coming up next with murphy sam and jody more from you on helicopter parenting versus lawnmower parenting and what you've seen or how you struggle with it 877-310-4msj amanda you're next we love hearing from you on uh, 877-310-4MSJ. We've been talking about the lawnmower parents and the helicopter parents. The lawnmower being the new term of a parent that's so helicoptery that they <laughs> mow down any problem before the kid even has to face a problem. Yeah. Like, oh, they forgot their gym bag. Let me bring it to school before PE so they don't even have to even go, what am I going to do? Yeah. Kind of a thing. So we wanted to hear from you on this. 877-310-4MSJ. What's up, Amanda? I was calling about your lawnmower parents or bow down or how, yeah. however y'all putting that this morning. Right. Well, that's the new term, lawnmower parents who mow down problems before <laughs> kids even have to face them. Not as not the same as the no. helicopter parent who hovers. Well, I believe there's a fine line. I mean, I was yeah. raised in a very structured house. Yeah. And I have two kids that they're five and seven, and I give them responsibility. And I feel like that's what's wrong with probably half the world is their parents don't give them responsibility. They just do it for them. Yes. It doesn't do them any favors. I mean, yeah. No, it does not. It hurts them in the long run. I mean, my kids are to put up their clothes into, into the dishwasher. There's no reason they can't. And yeah. they're only five and seven. But nice. they know those things have to get done. God, you're doing it right. Now, do you ever have the dishwasher thing where it's like, oh, don't do it that way? <laughs> No, that's why I let them unload the dishwasher. Yes. I load it <laughs> unless yes. they're eating. And then when they get done with their plates, they go and they put their stuff Yeah, up. Yeah. That's really good. Age appropriate. You're so right. You're doing it right. Thank you for calling. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I enjoy listening to y'all every day. Thank you, Amanda. I'm just not sure how I feel about the term lawnmower. I don't know why that one just came out of the blue and that's now we've got Somebody this new label, it. you know? Yeah. Somebody, uh, it's like a somebody who works in, you know... Psychologist? Psychologist. A professional phrase corner? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 877-310-4MSJ. Let us know what you see as helicopter parenting, like the big mistakes. Melinda, you're next. 
parents and teachers, we love hearing from you. 877-310-4MSJ on helicopter parenting, the damage it does, how hard it is for us as parents well, not to do it. Now it's a lawnmower parent. That's the new one, yeah. right? That's Mow the new that. phrase that just kind of popped up out of nowhere over the last couple of days. Mow that down. I think the last couple of months. Mow that problem down before they even have a chance to even approach it. Um, <laughs> so, Melinda, you work at a school? I'm actually a school secretary. Mm-hmm. So okay. wow. even though it's a small group of 400 kids, mm-hmm. I have parents every day that brings everything from their water bottle to their PE uniform that the kids left at home. Yeah. And you can't say anything, can you? <laughs> Not really. No. Well, you know, there's some... You sc- keep that smile on your face. <laughs> there are some schools that have actually in, instituted a policy of you, you can't right. bring stuff once the school day starts Unless to help it's medicine kids. or something important. Yeah. Like if you, you know, if they forget their lunch, that they, they need to learn that lesson. Like I've seen that too. Have you ever wanted to say something? Well, actually I have had to say a couple things. Uh, our school does not allow fast feed food to be brought in for mm-hmm. their lunch. Right. And there's many and many parents that'll go to McDonald's and get their kids food and bring it in five minutes before lunch or something really? like that. And our students can't have that and yeah. parents aren't happy. But they don't read the school rules either. Yeah. Can you tell us the most unbelievable like thing that was brought? Uh, well, I've had parents bring their kids, um, let's say projects, an hour after that class is over with oh. and they expect their kids to get full credit and if that block because it's high school students mm. if that block is over with then it wasn't turned in on time right they missed it wow and, that's interesting yeah and then you get a phone call the next day very upset with the teacher because the teacher didn't give the student full credit uh, but the student didn't bring their project. And you know what? That's a that's an extreme example because if the parent expects the special treatment, of course the kid's going to. <laughs> so what you're saying is that you hear helicopters all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I hear helicopters. I hear lawnmowers. I hear bush hogs. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you, Melinda. We appreciate the call. Oh, helicopter parents. Let us know what you've seen or what you struggle with. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Ben Affleck completes 30 days in rehab, so what's next for him? Also, Britney Spears and Kevin Federline settle in court, and Britney is not happy. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Ben Affleck has completed 30 days in rehab. Certainly not his first time there. Already? Wow. Yeah, he's completed it. So the deal is, a uh, source says that he's doing much better, yeah. but it doesn't mean he's really ready to leave. Apparently, he's planning to stick around for a couple more weeks, but he really is taking it day by day. Mm-hmm. So if he wants to go home and play basketball or hang out with his girlfriend or go read, right, work out, uh, read some scripts that have come in, figure out his DC, you know, contract issues, he can totally do that. But for his own, I guess, sense of... Am I well? Am I strong enough to, to leave? Right. Kind of a thing. He's probably going to stick around for a couple more smart, weeks. Very which smart. Which is nice. Which is nice. The only thing he's not thrilled about, and you could guess this, duh, is that his most recent trip to rehab was in the center of the public eye. Like, a couple of times before when he went, you heard about it. Oh, he's there? Oh, okay. This time... I mean the world saw him go and it was that's uh, yeah, who I mean, wants that nobody I, I, wants that i know but that i mean yeah it was 30 days ago keep keep moving forward it's true there you go listen to you listen to you sam 
Preach oh, it. Sorry. All right, let's 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 tell you about Britney Spears. Not a happy camper today. So Britney Spears and Kevin Federline have been back and forth for a long time about child support. Him wanting more per month to take care of those boys, his right. end of it. Um, apparently he was he was getting twenty thousand a month, yeah, and he wanted significantly more. The dad, her conservator, her dad stepped in and said, "Look, how about thirty thousand a month? Yeah, you split, go away." Kind of like split the difference, and and Kevin's attorney said, "No, nah. he said no, we need more." So it's not been disclosed exactly how much he's getting, but it's significantly more. So much so that Brittany and her camp are not happy about it. Mm-hmm. Not happy, but they agreed to pay significant uh, a significant amount more because she's just tired of dealing with it they feel like the the settlement is ludicrous but they want to make an agreement so that she can move on it's just been back and forth forever in court about this with kevin yeah and i know it's been forever but i kind of assumed once this started that that's at some point that's what was going to happen like he would wear her down and she would settle it was just like pay him and yeah she won't pay it forever these boys will grow up can you imagine that much money Per month for child support coming in. No comment. Can you imagine? All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 8.30. One of the biggest superstars on social media takes a break. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Come join us after the show, the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast, where you can catch everything you missed today, and you get an episode, a new one every day of after the show, something we only do online on the podcast. You can easily subscribe for free on iTunes or on uh, Google Play. Do you guys hear this thing that most Americans, something like 80% of Americans are carrying, love weight. God, when you hear those two words, you kind of know what it is, don't you? Uh, You're happy, you're content, because you're in love, so... You pack on the pounds. You I do. Haven't, I haven't heard that called that Me before. Either. I've never call, heard it called love weight, but as soon as you hear it, you know what that means. So what does that mean? You're, it means there's, to me, it's like, what do you think, Sam? You get comfortable? Yeah. You. I mean, you're... I think it's lifestyle more than anything. I think it's I think like, it's you're happy, and so you don't really watch what you're eating, or you don't... You don't have anybody to impress anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> you got the chick, so why not eat? Uh-huh. Well, you have yourself to take care of i i also feel like this because it's been a long time since i was single murph thankfully jody that's Um, true but i wasn't cooking every night when i was single and we weren't going out to eat all the time well we were going out but you know what i mean Mm -hmm. we go out to eat or we cook a lot at the house there's always a bunch of food i always even make sure there's plenty of food for the kids to grab so i don't know if that's also considered love weight too i feel like it's lifestyle too maybe it's not all just well, I'm all settled in here. Let me just gain 20. You can <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't think anybody sets out to do that. That's the reason that they've labeled everything. That's probably the reason that the legislation passed for restaurants that, what is it, have more than 20 that they own, have to have their you know calories listed on their menus. Oh, wow. so that's the difference. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. Like yeah, some people have the calories and some don't. I think that's you know why it's required to show up on a menu because we really do. I mean, we don't think about it. We we mm. go and we eat and you know yeah. that's mm-hmm. what we do. Yeah. Love weight. I know Never. that that's changed it for me. As much as I you know am you know not that I'm seeking Jody. I mean, I don't want to look outside the relationship here, obviously. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I, I, be- I kind of became complacent. And until I started seeing it on some menus, I'm like, oh, my God, that's in a salad? When you see a salad that's 900 calories, it's like, okay, I guess I'm not doing the healthy alternative. Over 1,000 calories. And it exists. Yeah. You ever gain love weight, Sam? Oh, Yeah. I was happy once. (laughs) (laughs) Or should I say three times? (laughs) 
I know we've been talking about helicopter parents and lawnmower parents. Which is funny. that This new term cracks me up. Lawnmower, which means you're getting out in front and you're tackling Mowing problems. down the problems before. Which I guess basically what it means is solving problems before they happen, you know, which we do. If we do it, it comes from a good place, right? Because we're trying to be protective. But then but later on... To show up at school and bring the water bottle when they forgot their water bottle is pushing it. I, you know, those yeah. kind of things. If there's water fountains and they can get water, you don't need to do that sort Back of thing. Back in my day. Well, it's, you know, because... That's how you learn. Yeah. Well, okay. My question is... Live with a mistake is how you learn. Helicopter children. How do you become... Because I'm thinking of it, okay, your, your, your child already... If your child is asking you to plead, can you bring my lunch? I forgot. Can you do this because right. I forgot? What's got him in that train that way Maybe you've it? trained him that way. Because as a, right. I'm thinking back to when I was a kid. I would have never thought to ask my parents, hey, right. I mean, if I didn't bring my lunch, that's on me. Wow. And I either didn't do lunch that day or I ate in the cafeteria and then had to get money from mom later to pay for what I, right. you know, did. I think it's the same reason that they challenge you when they're two or three years old. It's just opportunistic thinking. That's mm-hmm. all. Regardless of how you've taught them, you're going to ask the question, especially since the access is a lot easier now, right? Totally. I mean, you Are can, you kidding? You can text now instead of having to, you know, go to the principal's office and ask if you can use the phone. Right. It's yeah. an easier, there's no middleman involved. When I got the most recent call I got mom can you bring me something was at lunchtime and it was directly from one of our kids i'm not gonna throw throw under the bus it's kind of like and i saw her number her phone calling me in the middle of the day i was like what's wrong well you know yeah and so she knows i'm likely she knows i'm gonna answer i'm i'm specifically thinking of when i was in i believe sixth grade fifth or sixth grade we all had to write 500 lines because one kid did something stupid in class (laughs) and you know it's one of those hey you're all going to do it because of him right and i was sitting at home writing i must not talk in class i must not talk in class and you know my hands cramping and i'm whining and complaining and my mom is like i wish i could help you but good for her you got to do it you know and it wasn't like let me call the teacher and complain right there's a lot of that these days let me start writing some for you here and you can pass it off as your handwriting yeah it was just i wish i could help but it's yours it's your gig dude man yeah seriously good miss judy coming up judy has your hollywood outsider selena gomez taking another break from social media and her reasons are lovely jody's hollywood outsider the most followed person on Instagram is Selena Gomez. Can't keep my hands to myself. And I know you follow her, Sam. Yeah. She's been lovely lately I joined the happy. troops there. Um, a cu- last year, she took a 90-day break from social media. And the first part of last year, when she was, it was right after her kidney transplant. So she knows how to stop and start. And she does have endorsement deals with some clients where she promotes things through her social media. But yesterday, Coach. she decided to take a breather. She's yeah. taking a break from social media again. The post was this, taking a media social media break. I'm grateful for the voice that it gives each of us, but I'm equally grateful to be able to step back and live my life present to the moment I have been given. Nice. That's the post right before she went away for a little while. Um, Oh, that's what it sounds like when you leave Instagram? Yeah. (laughs) Good for Selena. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Been a while since I played Scrabble, but um, they okay. they are updating. They've updated the uh, Scrabble Players Dictionary, you know, okay. t- to say what of- the official words are that you can use. And they've added "okay" to the dictionary. Okay, ay. Okay, just okay. Okay, yeah. And uh, I, to me, I it was okay, ay. Okay. 
That's the formal British spelling. I don't it know. It is the abbreviation. I suppose, grammatically speaking, as Sam would say, it the four-letter version, O-K-A-Y. It's the real word, that and O-K probably, is an abbreviation. But once something mm-hmm. becomes part of the American lexicon, why Ugh. couldn't it be used in Scrabble? That's kind of the way I feel yeah. about it. They're adding ew to you, too, like E-W. Ew. I don't like that. But I guess if I were playing Scrabble, I would. Uh, some of the other ones are adding beat down. <laughs> beat down? Yeah. I'm going to give you a beat down of Scrabble. Uh, emoji, face palm, frowny, way back, and even twerk is now a, See? a legitimate Thanks, word in Miley. Scrabble. They're part of the American yeah. lexicon. I think I've actually tried to use the word twerk to win before it's Scrabble. Surprised you haven't tried to use the word lexicon. <laughs> <laughs> I sent Sam a picture of our ribs the other night, Murphy. I made your... Wait, you mean that what you cooked in the kitchen, right? <laughs> Not us standing in front of a mirror showing our ribs. And your abs. Adam and and your pecs. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, so Sam, you have one of the best, and we will put it back up for you um highlight it for you on our website and facebook page the best ever slow cooker ribs it's like a honey garlic thing you make and glaze. Sl- glaze and you put it in the slow cooker and then you rub the ribs with uh like a dry rub which i didn't even have everything but i improvised yeah and you slow cook them i did about seven between seven and eight hours on low the house smelled incredible, and they were ridiculous. I it think we're having a, leftovers tonight. Looked a little crowded in that crock pot. Yes, that picture. You I sent. bought a bigger rack this time, <laughs> and I almost okay. couldn't close the slow cooker. It was awesome. It was awesome, though. It you worked. Know, I realized that the purist who you know goes out and kind of does the championship type yeah. barbecue things is not going to necessarily do it that way. But I don't think anything could be easier than just throwing it right in there and slow cooking it. What's funny is that and it the, smells unbelievable for end, hours when you're. I'm trying to move the whole rack of ribs from the slow cooker to like a pan so I can. Sl- you don't have to. They fall apart. I grab tongs to start doing it, and they just they come apart in twos and threes at a time. Wow. So, it was a hit. Thank you, Sam. It's probably one of the best slow cooker recipes we've ever come across. Finally, I did something good. Going to put it online again for you, murphysamandjody.com. Hey, we invite you to come hang out with us after the show, exclusively on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. I am going to disclose to everyone which person in this room is actually having a, a positive impact on my life. Oh, Sam. 